Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hello there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love for Breakfast. I am Crystal Rose, your host. I am so happy you are here today, and today we have a really great guest. I cannot wait for you to meet her. Her name is Alora May, and she is the co-founder, along with her sister, of the company Sam and Lance. And they started this company with the goal of empowering women-owned businesses around the world to make it easy for you to find quality, sustainable products. And they also, it's so cute, they named this company after their grandmothers, Sam and Lance, um, because they were two strong women who inspired them to be strong, independent, and how to care for others. Alora, welcome to Self Love for Breakfast. Thank you so much for having me, Crystal. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so we like to start things out with a little initiation, goals, gratitude, and badassery. So, right now, what is your goal or biggest goal? Um, my biggest goal is to, you know, continue to keep um, offering different things this year. You know, we have a lot of different launches planned um, before we would kind of stick to the same thing, but now we're having a lot of fun um, collaborations and, um, you know, different ways to empower women and to bring them, you know, different resources and different connections that they may not have thought of. So that is a goal for this year. Cool. That's exciting. Um, And gratitude, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for the support system I have around me. I mean, I, you know, literally got a call this morning from my parents just saying that they are so proud of what we're doing and um, just got off a co-working call where, you know, it's a whole group of women that are just there to support each other through their businesses. You know, I just feel like we have so much support and love around us. And I don't think we'd be able to, you know, be as far as we are today or do what we do without that type of support. Yeah. Support is everything, especially when you're a business owner, my goodness, because you can get... (laughs) Gritty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It can get gritty. Um, and badassery. So what's something you've done recently that you're really proud of, or that you think is pretty badass? Ooh, um, we just collaborated with Uber. So that was a pretty badass, um, you know, big step for us for, to work with, um, you know, a company like that and be able to offer local delivery through Uber Eats. You know, it's not something that other, you know, companies like ours are doing. And um, that was kind of a big, big win for us and something that I'm, I'm pretty proud of. That's awesome. That's like way outside the box, like type. Yeah. <laughs> like idea, like having Uber deliver. That's so cool. I love it. So what actually, like, what kind of prompted you like to start this? Because, you know, you, you're in it with your sister. One, having business partners is hard. Um, having a business partner that's family can also be kind of tough, but what made you guys decide to just be like, okay, this is what we want to do. And this is what this, we want this to look like. Yeah. For both of us, we really care about, um, you know, certain values. One of those being uh, sustainable living. So we want to make sure that the things that we purchase um, are good for the environment and um, you know, the people that create it are being paid a fair and living wage. So that was something that we always kind of um, had as important to, to both of us. And then we also wanted to support women, you know, 
we we see the importance in supporting women-owned businesses and purchasing products that are made by women-owned brands. And putting those two together, we thought that um, it would be amazing to create a company where um, we made it easy for other people to to shop these values that that we found were important, and we we discovered that a lot of other people, um, you know, held those values close to themselves as well. So we first launched um, a marketplace where people could shop, you know, individual items um, mm-hmm. that were sustainably made by women-owned companies. We would vet the mall art. We still do. We vet every single product and and do the research to make sure that people have the confidence knowing that um, everything is sustainably made, ethically sourced, and created by women because it is hard to do all that research yourself. So we wanted to take the guesswork out of it for shoppers. And then since launching in 2019 with just the marketplace, we've pivoted and now offer, you know, gift boxes as well as subscription boxes um, for, for people to discover these brands in, in a fun and easy way. I love that. The the pivot is so important. Um, my goodness. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny how, like, you know, when you start out kind of like with this vision, it's like the big visions there. Um, but it's like the way to do it kind of gets to shift and change. And sometimes if you're too locked into like that initial, like, this is how it needs to be done. Um, it can really stifle the business. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. To be flexible and, and kind of go with, with where, you know, the demand is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, I went through this with, with my boutique, which I no longer have. Um, but when we started it, you know, we wanted to make clothing to measure women and, oh my gosh, like, and I knew nothing about, I knew nothing about fabric. I knew nothing, you know, and it was, um, really in, inefficiently, <laughs> it was not cost-effective to do that. Um, and so I spent a year and a half banging my head up against the wall, like how to do this and not so much like, how do I get to achieve my vision of, you know, every woman gets to shop and like clothes fit her body. Great. Right. And it was like this, like locked in. So really encouraging you listeners to pivot. <laughs> if you're, if you own a business and you think it has to be one way, um, you can shift, shift and change. So what mm-hmm. happened once you did that, once you kind of shifted things, how did that change? Like your business or how things kind of went in it? Uh, yeah. So once we, um, we pivoted, we, we kind of had the three different pillars running for a while, you know, the marketplace, the subscription Mm -hmm. box, as well as the gift boxes. And then, um, you know, we kind of looked at the numbers and realized that, you know, 90% of our sales were coming from gift boxes and subscription boxes. And it was just a lot of work to maintain, um, you know, the full marketplace that we had with over a thousand products. And Mm -hmm. it was, a lot of SKUs to manage, a lot of, you know, onboarding and vetting and research. So uh, last year, I think we decided to to take down the, the full marketplace that had um, the thousands of products. And now we have maybe 200 um, that we have in-house and we do ship those individually. But again, it's like 90% of our sales come from the, the gift boxes and the subscription boxes. And again, it's like numbers don't lie. You have to you know, focus your energy on, on what people want and what they're looking for versus, you know, what, what we maybe held a little too close to our hearts and wasn't, um, what people needed. So, (laughs) yeah, I, I love that you guys support women owned businesses. It's so important. Like, it's just so important. And women are doing such amazing things out there. And I think, you know, the more, the more we can get money in the hands of women doing great things, like the better the world will be. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So what is like the most popular, um, what is the most popular gift or, or thing that people are, I mean, obviously you have the subscription box. So like, if you guys are, if you love subscription boxes, it's such a like fun little surprise to get things like each month and just like kind of treat yourself so that I love that. And I love that you call it the empower her box. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) 
really cute. Um, so is that like your most popular and, and if not like what's, or what's the next kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I'll kind of go through, through both of them. So the way that we, um, you know, have the empower her box, um, you know, right now is that it's, it's a gift for yourself. It's a way to, you know, treat yourself every season, um, to sustainable products that are made by women. And we always like to say that our subscription box has useful and usable products. It's actually mm-hmm. things that you'll want to use and consume and it won't create clutter um, in your in your house. So the subscription box is really about, you know, treating yourself. You get this surprise. You, you know, maybe get some body lotion or a candle or things that you might not have bought yourself, but you get to read the story behind the woman, are really excited about, um, you know, empowering them and, and hearing about all the good that they're doing in the world. So that's our subscription box, um, which is super fun and we love it. And then um, our gift boxes, which is about, you know, treating other people in your lives. Um, but we really tailor our, our gift boxes in a unique way. We don't like to, um, you know, only have gift boxes for birthdays and babies because our lives are so much more than that or like yeah. wedding gifts. So we have a from breakup to glow up gift box because if a friend's going through a breakup or divorce, you need to send them a gift box. It doesn't matter if like, you know, you gave them a call or took them out to dinner. Sometimes, you know, having that little extra touch point is, is really special. Or, you know, if someone's going through a miscarriage or if a friend just launched a business, you know, there's so many things that we do as women that we don't celebrate. We don't need to celebrate just weddings and babies. We're more than that as women. So that's what our gift boxes are really about is, is going through these unique milestones that people might not think of to, to celebrate and to, uh, you know, give to their friends. I love that. No, that's so true. They like, what was it? And like sex in the city. Um, was, was it sex in the city? Which is like, I'm marrying myself because then she put like that pair of shoes, like on her registry that got stolen at a party. <laughs> um, and then like, you know, there's that meme going around, like, you know, businesses should have like baby shower, like baby shower for business, business showers. Yeah. yeah. Business showers. And so it's so true. Like, you know, we kind of, especially as like, business owners and like women, we just kind of like plunder ahead and we're, you know, and don't really stop to be like, oh, wow. Like I really should celebrate this. Or this is like such a big milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Like that I really should, you know, stop and take a moment. We're usually just like on, on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love gift giving. I used to like, (laughs) I used to be such a, like a great gift giver. And now I can barely remember anyone's birthday. I need to get better about this. <laughs> yeah. So, Alora, what's it like to work with your sister? Like to own a business <laughs> with your sister? Um, yeah. So, one thing of not only are we sisters and we we work together, but um, I'm located in Toronto, Canada, and she's located in Singapore. So, oh, wow. not only do we have all the other things around it, but we also have a 13-hour time difference. So. <laughs> It, it is a little bit um, difficult for many different reasons. Um, but, you know, when we first started, we we were actually being way more careful with each other than we needed to be. We didn't want mm. to hurt each other's feelings. Whereas if I was working with someone who wasn't related to me, I might be like, no, 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 this needs to get done. Or I don't like doing this. Can you help out? You know, mm. I would have been a little bit more firm. But because she was my sister, I actually didn't want to hurt her feelings. And then um, you know, one day I was like chatting with my, my dad who has been, you know, an entrepreneur and business owner in his entire life. And I was telling him that, you know, my sister wasn't, wasn't doing this certain task that she was supposed to be doing. He's like, well, why would, why would you have her do that task? She hates that type of thing. And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know that. So then she, and then he was like, why don't you guys just talk about this? And so we finally had a discussion. I was like, I can do that. And she's like, oh my God, that would be amazing. And then we, from that point forward, we're like, okay, let's just be fully honest with each other. 
there's no, you know, feelings that are going to be hurt. And then that way we can figure out what makes the most sense. And if we need to bring someone on to do a task that we both hate or aren't, um, you know, as skilled at. So it's funny that we were nicer to each other than we should have been <laughs> as siblings. I know, right? You'd expect me like <laughs> siblings to be all like pulling each other's hair and stuff, right? Like, I don't want to do this. You do it. Exactly. <laughs> but like trying not to argue. I can see that. My sister owns a couple of businesses as well. And then I've got mine. And so like, I can't even imagine us working together. Like, I just can't. I mean, she has her way and I have mine. So I'm just saying yeah. it would be like a lot for sure. But I can totally see us like not wanting to upset the other person and like damage everything. But <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's just kind of taking a step back and like thinking about it. And then of course our, our work calls become personal calls. Our personal calls become work calls. Yeah. It's just kind of inter, um, interspersed together, but it's fun that way. <laughs> I love it. How long have you guys uh, been in business for? So we started in April of 2019. Yeah. So that's been, so you made it through the pandemic. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Have we? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you have. The world is, the world is what it is. So well, it's well, always that's, a struggle. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is like life is going to life and there's always going to be something horrible happening in the world. Like, unfortunately, I mean, I wish we could all hold hands and sing Kumbaya for real. Like I really do. Um, you know, and my goal in my business is to like help heal the world. But until that day, you know, there's always going to be massive amounts of conflict, um, controversy, like ups and downs. There will always Mm -hmm. be something. So yeah, you made it through. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. You're you're still going. (laughs) That's something to be, that's a milestone. That's something to be proud of for sure. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is a, what do you enjoy the most? Um, I enjoy connecting with, with our suppliers, you know, like the, the women owned businesses and the, the products that they create. I love hearing their stories and just how resilient they are, how much they want to make the world a better place, how much they actually, you know, give back to, mm. you know, the planet and to their people. And, um, it's just so inspiring and it makes me so excited to, you know, tell their stories and to, you know, curate different gift boxes or subscription boxes with their items in it and, and bring their story to more people. So, that's probably one of the the best parts of the job, I'd say. Yeah. When did so like okay, you said that like the sustainability that's that's important to you, right? And that's like a value that you've had. So like, where did that come from? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it came from us growing up. You know, my mom was always like really big into um, being eco friendly, reusing mm-hmm. items, um, you know, composting. She was just really into all of that and kind of gave us those values, and then. Um, growing up, my sister and I are both big travelers. So, you know, just seeing, you know, the amount of, um, pollution and waste and, and things that are still very prevalent in other countries and, um, you know, just being really mindful of, of where your garbage goes and how much single use plastics you use and, um, you know, making sure that you're, you're doing what you can. Um, you know, there's no such thing, I don't think as a sustainable zero, fully zero waste lifestyle, but, Mm. um, you know, being conscious of, of what you're purchasing and what its full life cycle is, um, I believe it's really important. Yeah. So wow. You grew up with that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We did. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like to, I like refer to myself as like kind of like a lipstick hippie, like, and I'm like (laughs) underground woo woo, you know, because I don't like lead with all of that, but like, it's really important for me to have like non-toxic products and, um, you know, what I put into and onto my body is, 
it's really important to make sure that that's not, um, you know, going to hurt me or cause problems later on in life. And I think especially now when we're just surrounded by toxins and all over the place, right. It's, um, and, and cancers and infertility and, and all of these, you know, issues are really affecting mostly women, which is really frustrating, but like, of course, <laughs> yep. of course, um, you know, really affecting women. And, and it's important for us to kind of like, you know, take a look at what we're purchasing and what we're putting in and on our bodies and really asking ourselves, you know, like, is this, you know, worth it to, you know, and some things like, you know, you can't really swap out and performance wise and whatnot. And some things, you know, we're just trying to do the best we can. Um, mm-hmm. but I love that. I love that. That's something that you grew up with. Um, it's funny because my, my aunt like lived on a farm and so we'd go over there and she had like the compost and stuff and I never like got it. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with this? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that. now obviously I get it. <laughs> so that's kind of, that's cool that you guys kind of grew up with that and then decided to go ahead and, and turn that into a business. What is it? What is the thing? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Even things that people don't think about, you know, like of course, like what we put in our bodies, what we eat, our plastic, but then like candles, you know, so many people will purchase like mm. candles from, um, you know, places in the mall, I won't name names, you know, and they're filled with carcinogens and then you, you're literally burning that into your air and you breathe that in. So you know, yeah. just making sure that you do simple swaps like that, where um, it's probably the exact same price. And not only are you helping your air and your lungs mm-hmm. and your health, but you're also, you know, helping a small, um, you know, business. So yeah, like those that. particular, those particular candle stores, like when you walk in, like, I'm like hypersensitive to that stuff. So it's like, I can taste it. Like same thing with like certain cleaning chemicals. It's like, I can taste it and it, you could be in the other room using it. Yeah. Um, and I, and you get a migraine, like it, oh God, it actually it. like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I cannot, I cannot be around this stuff. Um, and yeah, candles is a big one. You guys, if you're burning like a regular traditional candle, um, and you see all that black on the side of the glass, like that's in your body, that's like in your lungs, um, you're breathing that in, uh, and it's actually pretty horrible for you. So yeah, candles, cleaning products, just, you know, anything that, anything that could, uh, you know, like it's good. It's important to kind of like do your research and dig out around it a little bit if you're actually, you know, concerned about that. If you're not, then well, that's fine too. <laughs> you don't have to be. So what has <laughs> been, what has been like as a business owner and as a woman, you know, what have you found to be like, what's the thing that you struggle with the most? Ooh, uh, imposter syndrome. I say that mm. that gets us every time, you know? Um, and it's, it's nice to sometimes come back to reality when someone, you know, um, the support system, like I talked about before and, and gives you reassurance that they, they think what you did was awesome. You're like, no, it could have been better. Or, you know, um, I remember like a few years ago, I was actually having a candle conversation with someone and I was just mm. like, Oh, I don't really know what I'm talking about in terms of sustainability. We just started our, our business last year. And then I started they asked about candles and I was going off on, you know, sustainable candles, all the different types, carcinogens. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know all that. That's so interesting. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess, I guess I do know that. Hmm. It's just that imposter (laughs) syndrome that, that sets in where you think that you're not, you know, as knowledgeable as you actually are. So I'd say that's one of the the toughest parts of just overcoming our own insecurities. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, for sure. You know, it's so funny. I've never once heard a man talk about imposter syndrome. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) <laughs> like, like ever. And like most of yeah. the men I know think that they're better than they are. <laughs> exactly. And women, yeah. and women mm-hmm. I like, I know women who are so amazing 
And they're like, well, I don't really know about, you know, and it's like, what? <laughs> There's an amazing woman. If you don't follow her already, her name is Vivian Kay. Um, but she has this saying called, what would Chad do? Where it's just like, <laughs> what would the, the white dude named Chad, you know, do in this situation and how would he act, you know, and, and what oh would he God. talk about his visions? And it's just so funny, but so true. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. She's awesome. <laughs> what would Chad, that's funny. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look that up because yeah, I mean, it's funny too, because imposter syndrome for women and, you know, when we're really passionate about the thing that we're doing and then we have this like fear set in that, like, what if I'm not good enough? Like, what if I'm not good enough to actually see this through? And I think that that's scarier to us than like, you know, necessarily like the financial like element of it. It's really like, no, I like, want to do this. Like, this is so important Mm -hmm. to me. What if I don't have what it takes? And that can be like, really, that can really hang you up for a bit Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And like having that external validation, I I think I've talked about this on here before. I had a client, um, when I first started, it was actually when I was doing my practicum sessions, like (laughs) freebie sessions, I like threw one at someone who, I really admired. And I was like, this would be my ideal person. She's like a high level business owner. Incredible. Right. Um, and I spent like a few months just like, I don't know, like she could probably work with someone better and like this whole thing. And like, she never once gave me any reason to believe that or think that, that I wasn't good enough to work with her. Um, that was all me. And then they were like, you know, like thing after another, after another (laughs) coming from her side that just continued to validate me. And I was like, okay, I need to get it together because this is like, not a her thing. And this is a me thing. And I am mm-hmm. going to get in the way of my hopes and dreams if I can't get past this. Mm-hmm. And then so you're putting a mental block on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, and then you're like, of course I can't do it. And it's like, well, it's because you don't believe you can. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the universe. It's not God. It's not anything outside of you. It's, it's you most of the time. Nine, nine times out of 10, that's, that's our problem for sure. So how did you overcome it? You were just kind of like, did you real like in that moment when you were like spouting off all of the facts, you were like, oh, wait, actually, I, I do know what I'm talking about. Or did it take like maybe a little bit more work or how did that? I mean, that was one point for sure. But I mean, it, it's a constant, um, you know, practice. I wouldn't say that that was my, mm. you know, switch that was flipped. And then from there on, I didn't have imposter syndrome. It's like, you know, especially as we continue to pivot or as we do new launches or, you know, create new campaigns or try to be on TikTok, you know, there's so many different (laughs) times where it keeps popping up and you have to have that, um, you know, reminder to yourself when you feel those, those feelings creep in that, um, you know, you're, you are doing something great and you're, you're, you're the only person that can do what you do, right? No one else can be you or create the type of business that you create. So, you're not being an imposter. You're just being yourself. And, um, you know, you have more knowledge than you think and you're more experienced than you think. So it's just constant reminders. It's not, um, something that I've yet to overcome. <laughs> one day, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll be a Chad one day, but maybe <laughs> at least it's not that day. <laughs> if we all, if all women could be like Chad, we would all be rich and we would all, the world would be a better place because we'd be giving back. Giving back, exactly. <laughs> Doing all of that until then. Until then, just remind yourself that you're about us. <laughs> yeah, those are, that's kind of like, you know, what I like to sit and tell myself, like, I am a badass. Like, you know, I'm, I'm amazing. I'm a badass. I'm really good at what I do. I love what I do, you know, really being able to like, like get in there and be like, what is it 
that makes me, me, what is it that makes me like awesome? You know? And it's, it, like you said, being yourself, um, which is like, it's so cliche because like, everyone's like, Oh, just be yourself. (laughs) And then we're inundated with like all these other people who look like they're killing it. And we're like, Oh my God, I just want to be like her. (laughs) How do I do that? Comparison. The comparison is just a killer. You can't, can't compare yourself, you know, and especially, you know, I'm sure other people look at us or look at what you're doing and um, are just like, why are they, you know, so successful, but they're not seeing what happened behind it or the results of it. And, um, you know, sometimes it, it obviously looks better online. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, People people put on filters, people put on, um, you know, a little bit of a performance online, of course, but you know, it's hard to compare yourself when people aren't, you know, fully in it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And and it's important to like, you know, I never want to like look outside myself and be like, oh, well, that person's probably not doing that well. So like, that makes me feel better. Right. Cause it's like, that's not, that's that's negative. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And and again, we're like, we're going to like external validation, you know, but it's like, Hey, that person is doing something amazing or appears to be doing something amazing. I can do that too. Like in my way, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. available. And I think no, knowing that, especially as a woman in business, when it just seems like you're literally standing at the bottom of a mountain, bottom of a mountain looking up, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, when you first start out or even when you're, you know, like, far along, like sometimes it can seem like there's always more to scale, you know, just taking that moment and just being like, I, I, if she can do it, I can do it too. And I can do Mm -hmm. it in my way. And I've got this. doesn't have to look like we think it should. One thing that I always like to do is, you know, in our company, um, we use Slack as an internal communications, but we have uh, like a wins channel and you can even do this if you like work for yourself Mm. and put it in a a certain thing. But anytime, you know, someone sends you a nice message or if, you know, you, you know, receive a grant or, you know, all these different things that happen and you just like celebrate them in the small moments, but then I like to put them in that channel so that way we can all celebrate them together. And then we can also look back on all our wins and be like, Oh, that really, that really great thing happened. Or we got validation here, or, you know, this launch was really successful or we sold out of this product, you know, having those in one area. And even if you just have like a folder on your computer where you Mm. screenshot stuff and save it there, it's just, so nice to look back and and give yourself, you know, that kind of boost when you need it. That's such a good idea. Yeah. It's like a little, little like love Scrap bank. Book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a go in and be like, oh, this is great. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you need it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I think with, you know, it's funny because my last business, Rebellio, was just so like, there were days that we just need, we needed it. Like we needed to keep going, you know, cause it was just so hard <laughs> at times. Um, but yeah, I think for, for me, even in, in this, like it's harder because like, we've got like, indi- I have individual clients, right. As opposed to like hundreds of customers, thousands of customers now. So now it's like, you know, dozens of clients. And so having to be like, you know, I know that my work is of high service and like reminding myself of that and like being able to read these testimonials, but yeah, keeping them all in one spot is a really good idea. I need to get better about that. I'm so bad. I'm such a, my, my phone's a disaster. I have like 13,000 photos and I need to like, <laughs> and you know my screenshots I have on my phone. That's my like downfall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look at this later. I swear if I screenshot it, no, no, there's like thousands of screenshots. Yeah. And it's like, no, I did it for a reason or save it, like save it on Instagram or something to like go back later. And then you never go back later. (laughs) Uh, I love it. So what's your favorite, um, 
what's been, I know this is like putting you on the spot, but like, what's been like your favorite product that you've, that's come through Salmon Lance? Ooh. Um, okay. So we have this thing called a milestone bracelet. Um, mm. so it's created by a company called, uh, Kind Karma. They're a Toronto based company and they work with at risk and homeless youth. Um, mm-hmm. who create the jewelry and then they can work on their own schedules. They obviously get an income from it. So it's a really great company um, with great values. And then the the bracelet, it has, oh, sorry, um, I said milestone, but I meant Morse code. Um, it has uh, different words written in Morse code. So there's one that says strength, there's one that says love, and then you can get them kind of like as a reminder of whatever you're going through. And then there's such a great story behind it. So that's, that's so one cool. of my favorite ones. And then they also have a milestone bracelet, which we carry too. And then you can, you know, remember your different milestones, but, um, yeah. So I guess I just did two, but from the same company, um, those are my, my top ones. I'd say. I love that. And I love like the, what they do behind it. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I'll have to look at that. I'll have to look at that. I've been scrolling. I've been scrolling through, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did get my empower box and went through it and I'm like super stoked for the pink beanie. <laughs> As I yeah. love pink, but I yeah, no, that I was, color you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, perfect. This is so on brand. Um, but yeah, no, there's so many cool things in there. And like, I used to get, um, I used to have a subscription box with Rebellia. It was like quarterly. And then I used to get, um, a couple of like fitness boxes and whatnot. And I think, you know, one of the things that I did not like, you know, was the, the stuff that comes in and like the pieces of the multiple pieces of paper and then like, you know, like the, the tchotchkes, I hate that word. It's stupid, but like, um, you know, like the stuff that you would like see someone give away, like promo events and like the little plastic bracelet. Yeah. Yeah, Like cheap stuff, just like filler stuff. And I hated that. Um, and so like, that was kind of like one of the things I set out to like not do when I did my own. So I was like, no, I'm not just going to fill this with junk. I don't want it to be stuff that no one's going to use or want, you know, I want it to be like, everything's amazing. Um, and I definitely felt that like about your, about your box. I definitely felt like everything in here has a use, um, and will get used. So I think that's amazing. Um, if you guys are looking for a new subscription box box to try, then definitely check out Sam and Lance there and power her box. Um, and I'm definitely gonna, you know, look into you for client gifts as well. I think, you know, for me and my business, it's really important that my clients feel loved and celebrated. And then I always like to give them, you know, something when they, when they commit to themselves, um, you know, and then sometimes along the way or when they finish a program too. So uh, yeah, that's definitely something to check out you guys. So we like to end things with um, the little, little question. How do you eat self-love for breakfast? Um, <laughs> coffee, but, <laughs> but that being said, I, I like to, you know, I make it with a chemist. So there's a whole process to it. So I find that really meditative, um, you know, mm. and then I will pour myself a cup of coffee and then I'll either read some of my book or I'll do some Duolingo. And then that's just my like 20 minutes in the morning where I, um, you know, just really focus on myself and the rest of the day is, you know, full of meetings and yeah. appointments and, and running around. But Honestly, if I set my coffee time aside as my my solo, um, quiet, do things for myself time, it's it's the best. I love that. Yeah, Duolingo too. That's a nice little morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laura, where can my listeners find you, find, find Sam and Lance and, and everything that you do? 
So online, we are samandlance.com. That's S-A-M-A-N-D-L-A-N-C-E.com. And then Sam and Lance on all socials. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that fun stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's been a fun little chat. I love it. <laughs> it's good to have Thank you. Thank you so much, Crystal. It was great. <laughs> If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.